Hey friends, this is episode 73 of Faith Fitness Joy. The one sneaky thing hindering your weight loss efforts. We all know the obvious things that we can do to shed unwanted pounds and improve our health. Things like good nutrition, exercise, and hydration. However, there's one major component that many of us are missing, and it is also the thing making losing weight more difficult or possibly even causing you to gain weight despite all of your efforts. Today, I am discussing what this one thing is and what you can do to boost your weight loss efforts. So join me in today's episode of Faith Fitness Joy. This is Faith Fitness Joy, and my name is Rochelle Renee. Are you struggling to lose weight, love yourself, and reconnect to who you truly are? Do you wish for more energy and happiness? And do you seek a deeper connection to God, or maybe to grow spiritually? As a single mom working in a demanding full-time job, I felt exactly like this. I struggled with anxiety, depression, and I was in adrenal burnout. I felt like a shell of myself. I was working over 60 hours a week. I was stressed out and spread too thin. I was overweight and I struggled with body dysmorphia. I knew I had to do something really fast so that I could be a better version of me for my kids. Fortunately, I found the way back to myself. I regained my health, I lost weight, I transformed my mindset, and I found healing. Now, my mission is to help other high-performing moms accomplish the same. Faith Fitness Joy is all about achieving health of the mind, body, and soul. If you're ready to lose weight or get fit, improve your nutrition, and step into the happiest, healthiest, highest version of yourself, then Faith Fitness Joy is the podcast for you. All right, welcome to episode 73 of Faith Fitness Joy. Today I am talking about the one thing that is hindering your weight loss efforts, and it may even be causing you to gain weight, and that one thing is stress. It comes in many forms, and this includes things like thoughts that we have running through our mind all day long every day, pressures at work, relationships, finances, and the list goes on. And then there's other forms of stress or other ways that we actually kind of exacerbate it uh, that many of us may not think about. And this includes different things like um, insufficient sleep, overusing artificial sources of energy like drinking too much coffee, uh, relying on energy drinks and things like that, because as we get more tired, we're trying to find ways to give us that boost and keep going. Um, Overly busy lifestyles in general, which I know many of us have, that's sort of the American society, if you will, and other things like lack of rest or not giving ourselves enough downtime. Now, there are many ways that stress can not only hinder our weight loss efforts, but it can also result in us gaining weight, even though you're doing all of the things that you're supposed to be doing. So today I'm discussing some of these and what you can do to manage your stress um, so that you can mitigate some of these kind of unwanted effects of stress. So these things include hormonal changes, unhealthy behaviors, and disrupted sleep. So before we kind of get into all of that, I wanted to let you give you a little picture, if you will. So um, just kind of what my day to day life was like for years. So I was working between 50 and 70 hours a week in a high stress job. I was single and divorced and my sister and nephew were living with me and my three children at the time. And um, financially, I was living paycheck to paycheck. I was making 
you know, okay money, but with the cost of living and still kind of recovering from going through a divorce uh, and being a single parent and not having any assistance, um, you know, it was basically paycheck to paycheck. And so finances were a source of stress for me in addition to uh, work and other things. And then my sister and I would stay up really late, uh, just kind of trying to unwind and we would drink wine after the kids were in bed and then we'd stay up late talking. It was sort of like, it just felt like it was the only time that we could really kind of uh, unwind from the day and have some time to ourselves. Um, and so that often meant that we were going to bed somewhere between like 11 p.m. and midnight. Uh, sometimes it would be even later than that, depending on, you know, whatever we were feeling or talking about or whatever. And I, so day to day, I had an uh, hour long commute to get to my job. So in order to, you know, kind of make the mornings work and all of that, I had to get up by 5.30 a.m. at the very latest so it didn't really matter how late I went to bed or whatever. I still had to get up at that time, which meant that I was getting up to six hours of sleep a night at best. However, I was also working out at that time in the mornings. Well, I still do that, but uh, I was working out in the mornings most days. And that meant that I was actually getting up somewhere between 4.30 and 5 to make that work. Um, initially, I was working out at home, so uh, I was you know, getting anywhere between half an hour to 45 minutes. Um, so then you factor that in, I was getting probably four and a half to five hours of sleep most of the time. And on average, I was getting home from work between six and 7.30 p.m., depended on whatever was going on at work. And so then I would make dinner as soon as I got home and dinner was followed by cleanup, of course, and then lunch prep for the next day. After that, it was sitting down with the kids and doing their homework, getting them ready for bed and putting them in bed. And then often, you know, it also involved me signing into work and catching up on emails and trying to make sure that I was kind of as caught up as I could for a little bit um, after the kids were in bed. Or sometimes I would try to do that while they were doing their homework so that, you know, just trying to get all the things done. And then my sister and I would repeat our evening routine and we would, you know, rinse and repeat, right? Like we'd get up and do it all over again the next day. Uh, and so by the time the weekend came around, you know, we spent um, the weekends playing catch up on all the stuff that we had to do that we could, didn't have time to do during the week, right? So that would, that meant things like getting our grocery shopping done. It meant, ca you know, catching up on all the laundry, cleaning the house, doing all the housework, running any errands that we both needed to run. And then we would also try to do fun stuff with the kids um, at least a couple times a month. But, you know, both of us were pretty exhausted most of the time uh, on the weekends, just being wiped out from our schedules and not getting enough sleep and all of that. And it just didn't seem like there was much that could be done about it, right? It was just like, this is life. This is what we have to do. Just suck it up. Just drink more coffee. Just get an energy drink when um, you're more tired than normal or to help pick you up in the afternoon. And what I couldn't see at that time was that my body was adapting to all of this, but not in a good way. My body was in survival mode because I was running on adrenaline on a day-to-day -day basis. I like that's really what was keeping me going was my adrenal my adrenal system was in overdrive all the time. 
And I wasn't giving my body any other chance or any other choice but to really operate in this manner because it was um, on some level in the back of my mind, there was always all of these things that were stressing me out or that, that I was carrying around that were either running through my mind or that I was experiencing on a moment to moment basis that my body was, you know, basically operating in a stress and a survival sort of mode. And this was unbeknownst to me, also countering my efforts to lose weight and was actually causing the plateaus that I've experienced over the years and even some of the weight gain I've experienced despite doing all the stuff that, um, you know, we know to do to improve our physique and um, our health. So why was all that happening and what can you do about it? So let's just get into that. Um, shed more light on what exactly stress does to the body and why it hinders our weight loss efforts in these ways. So the first thing is hormonal changes. I mentioned that the reason that I was able to keep going each day is because, you know, my adrenal system was like just always switched on despite, you know, being exhausted all the time. I was running on adrenaline. So, um, Adrenaline is one of the two primary hormones that your body pumps out when you're stressed out. This is the hormone that, you know, we often think of or know of as the fight or flight response. You know, when you're in danger, um, this is the thing that enables you to either fight and fight off whatever the threat is or run and hide or get away or whatever. And then the other uh, major hormone that this system pumps out is cortisol. Um, And so... Um, these two hormones can also kind of, there's sort of this downstream effect that happens when we're in this sort of constant state of stress and it just, it affects a number of systems in the body. So what's happening is your body, like on a physiological level, it just knows that it's experiencing stress. It knows from your adrenaline, your adrenal system kind of pumping out these hormones, which are signals to the rest of your body to behave and respond in a certain way. Um, it just knows that the the signals that it's getting. And so from your body's perspective, it's like, okay, we're in danger. We have to um, maintain a heightened state of um, energy and sort of stress in order to survive. Your body can't differentiate that this is not like a life-threatening situation. It does it it doesn't know the difference. So it's gonna respond on a physiological level as if it is a life-threatening situation. So that's like what's pumping through your system when you're in these chronic states of stress. And a lot of us are, and a lot of us may be unaware of it um, because like I said, with my own self, like we adapt we just kind of keep going and we just keep doing what we need to do. And we don't really think much of it. It's like, like I said, it's like, we'll just drink more caffeine and maybe try to go to bed earlier and whatever. Like we kind of try to put a bandaid on things. Um, so, like I said, this is what governs our fight, our fight or flight response, um, and we're in this sort of chronic state of stress, which is keeping these hormones moving through our system on a pretty much ongoing basis. So, in addition to the adrenal system, right, as I mentioned, it'll also signal other parts of our body, other systems in our body to respond a certain way, or it just affects them in a way that is not favorable when you're trying to lose weight. Um, and change your physique. 
So this includes the hormones that are involved with our metabolism and our appetite. Uh, and this, in this will result in things like an increase in fat storage, a resistance to fat burning or fat loss. So you're, in other words, your body will hang on to any fat that it already has, and it may even be more likely to convert anything you eat into fat um, and be resistant to let any body fat go. It can result in increases in appetite and cravings for higher calorie foods. Um, and then on top of that, it can also result in things like anxiety, depression, and fatigue, which also have their own downstream effects where, you know, that will make it more difficult to work out or continue our habit of working out. We might start feeling more tired, so we might start working out less um, and all of these kinds of things. So that is sort of in a nutshell what happens um, with the hormones as a result of being in a chronic state of stress and not managing our stress. The second thing is unhealthy behaviors. So as I mentioned, right, we've got all these hormones at play like cortisol and adrenaline that affect our appetite and make us want to eat more um, or maybe make us tired and want to move less. But chronic stress can also lead us uh, to engage in many different behaviors that are not healthy for us because we are trying to like avoid feeling the way that we feel. Like I mentioned my sister and I would drink wine in the evening because we were trying to unwind. Like we thought that it was helping us like calm down and relax. And I thought it helped me sleep, right? Um, but it also leads us to engage in things like emotional eating or binge eating or even using other types of substances to feel better. Um, I Like I said, I've discussed in multiple episodes and blog posts that I've struggled with anxiety and depression. Um, and there was a number of things that contributed to this. It wasn't just stress, obviously, but um, stress was definitely a big factor. And I talked about in some of these episodes how it it's like this cycle, right? Like you're in this chronic state of stress. Your body starts to get tired of being in this heightened state all the time. And then as you start to kind of crash from that or have fatigue from that, because naturally your body is eventually going to get tired, then that leads to things like depression. Um, it leads to things like anxiety. So then you're in a, um, anxiety is also further adding to this sort of like hormonal soup, if you will, that's, that's happening as you're uh, in this chronic state of stress. And then that leads you to being depressed because then you're, your anxiety is causing you to feel depressed or it's causing you to feel tired and it's like this cycle, right? And then you're doing these different things like you're either emotionally eating or you're drinking or you're um, doing other things to try to make yourself feel better or distract from how crappy you feel. And it's just kind of making everything worse. Um, and like I said, I thought that like the wine was helping me calm down and I thought it was helping my anxiety and I thought it was helping me sleep, but really it was making my sleep terrible. So I was already like not getting enough sleep. And then on top of it, I was drinking. So that meant that, um, I wasn't getting deep sleep. I wasn't going into REM sleep. Um, so I wasn't moving through the sleep cycles that your body needs every day, every night. Um, so what alcohol does is a whole other story, right? Um, but to put it simply, it really just kind of adds fuel to the fire and it just makes the whole situation worse. Uh, and then there's other ways that we try to cope, like I said, um, with things like binge eating or overeating, um, emotional eating, or maybe using other substances as a way to distract how we feel. Um, and not only can these things be unhealthy, but obviously it 
can lead to more weight gain, right? Like alcohol is not your friend when you're trying to lose weight, regardless of what your stress levels might be. Um, and then of course, you know, emotional eating and binge eating are not going to help you, um, with your weight loss efforts either. So, um, the third thing is that being in a, in a constant state of stress disrupts your sleep, right? So it can make it difficult for us to fall asleep. I know I struggled a lot with insomnia and, um, just poor quality sleep, um, for years. And I just kind of thought that's the way it was. Um, and then if we're trying to cope with stress with things like alcohol or other drugs, um, then that's going to further affect our sleep, um, and result in either less sleep or just poor quality sleep, which is almost like not really getting any sleep at all. And poor sleep results in weight gain as it disrupts various hormones that are related to hunger and appetite. So that also like adds fuel to the fire because now when your sleep's not good, it's going to affect all kinds of other things. And I've actually done an episode around sleep and, and how it affects you uh, when with regard to your weight loss efforts and ways that you can establish a better sleep routine and improve your sleep so you can boost your results. So these are a few of the many ways that chronic stress can hinder weight loss. Um, if you've been stuck in your weight loss or have found yourself gaining weight, managing your stress is really going to help a lot with getting you unstuck or moving you forward in your weight loss efforts. And it may be the, the thing that you're missing. I know it was for me for a long time. Like I said, I was kind of unaware of the ways that it was affecting me. And I kept, I just thought like if I was eating right and I was working out and I was tracking even my alcohol consumption and that was fitting within my calories, like I was okay. But really it was an uphill battle for me because I was not managing my stress and it was just making everything much more difficult with regard to, you know, losing weight and improving my health. So some of the things that you can integrate into your daily routine to help with mitigating the stress, the effects of stress on your weight loss efforts and also to improve your stress or reduce it is meditation. Meditation is so huge uh, for a number of things. But the bottom line is it helps to um, kind of counter and reset your hormones and your energy, energetic state, like period, right? So when you go into meditation, it literally calms your nervous system down and it will kind of help you reset um, and mitigate all these hormones and balance things out a little bit more. And then regular exercise is also really important to help you know, manage the stress, release the stress, keep yourself, um, moves that energy out of your body. <clears throat> Good nutrition is also really important. Uh, more fresh, healthy foods, less processed and junk foods. And this is so important because I know like when we're stressed out and we feel spread too thin and we feel pinched for time, like we want to go to these easy, quick fixes. We want to grab the thing that's already made for you, or we want to grab the thing that's really quick to cook um, or prepare. And a lot of times that stuff is not, just has no nutritional value or it's just not going to help with your weight loss efforts because a lot of those things are high in fat, high in sugars, high in sodium, right? So good nutrition is really important. Establishing and maintaining a good sleep schedule is also 
so important. I think this is a nut, like if stress is one of the biggest things people aren't aware of as affecting them, I would say sleep is probably the second one. Uh, I think a lot of us get in the mindset. I know I was for many years of like, you know, oh, I just need to get everything done. Like I'll be, I'm fine with five hours of sleep. Well, no, if you're, if you're working out, lifting weights, um, all of that, it's really important that you get enough sleep. I mean, it's important period, but it's, it's really just detrimental to all of your efforts if you're not getting at least seven hours of sleep. And then last but not least is avoid alcohol. And I know sometimes that may not be what we want to hear. I struggled with that for a long time myself, but uh, it's really just not your friend. It's not your friend for stress, even though it seems like something that is helpful to calm you down. It's actually got the opposite effect and it's not your friend when you're trying to lose weight or change your physique. So the unspoken step here is that you really need to prioritize your health and your well-being. Um, and really that means prioritizing yourself. And I know for women especially that can be a hard thing to do. It can even be a hard thing to say or give ourselves permission for because if you're like I was before I started down this path, that felt selfish. It felt wrong. But actually it's the best thing that you can do for everyone who relies on you. Um, you know, that saying when you're on the plane and they tell you that you need to put your own oxygen mask on before you help anyone else with theirs, it's the same thing in life. If you don't take care of yourself and set that boundary for your own well-being, you you just can't be there for everybody else in the, the best way possible. So it may seem counterintuitive when you feel spread too thin and overwhelmed, but if you set that boundary and carve out the time you need for yourself, to prioritize your well-being and take that time away from whatever it is that you're putting before you, um, it's going to make a big difference, uh, I promise. So again, it's all a process of change, um, and that can also be overwhelming, I know, but um, it's a really important step for you to set that boundary. And you know, maybe you're just beginning and you haven't quite been able to get started with any of this, uh, and the idea of getting started with exercise or nutrition is overwhelming as well. Um, I certainly understand that. I've been there. Um, you know, I've been exercising and lifting weights and, and all of that for about 30 years. But I've had periods where I didn't, um, especially when I was having my kids, right? So probably for a good year after each of my kids, um, it took me a minute to get back to being able to reestablish a workout routine and all that because it was overwhelming and you're tired and all of, all those things, right? So if you're at the point that you're ready to get back into it, um, I would really encourage you to do that. And um, because it has been so life-changing for me, it has been the doorway to my own health and healing. Uh, and it is truly my passion to help others with their own weight loss and health efforts. Uh, I am actually offering a free 30-day training program right now. It is like an insane offer um, that I'm doing this for free. It's worth over $1,000. Um, but like I said, I just really want to help you get going with your own weight loss journey and your own efforts. And it takes at least a month to establish new habits and um, maybe put some of the old habits that aren't serving us down. So that is why I created this for 30 days. I'm kicking it off with weekly group coaching calls inside my free Facebook group called Faith Fitness Joy. Uh, and we're going to kick it off on December 4th. So that is a week from today. 
So I really hope you get in there. Um, you can get the link in the episode description. You can also get the link in my bio on Facebook or Instagram. If you're following me at either Rochelle Renee or Faith Fitness Joy on either of those socials, um, you do not want to miss out on this insane offer. Um, this 30-day program, as I mentioned, is worth over $1,000. And um, you're also going to get access to my trainer app. You're going to get access to my intuitive eating plan. Um, and 30 days of group training and coaching inside my free Facebook group. So I would really encourage you to go check that out. Get on the link in the description. Get your application in. Get yourself set up because this is going to be available for a limited time. Um, and you're going to want to get a jump on your weight loss and your fitness goals. So join me in this free 30-day program. I really look forward to seeing you in there. All right, that concludes today's episode of Faith Fitness Joy. As always, thank you so much for tuning in and I look forward to seeing you in the comments, on the socials, and hopefully in the free 30-day training program. Thank you so much for joining Faith Fitness Joy today. I hope you found something helpful in today's episode. I would love to hear what you think So please leave a comment and let me know what you found helpful or what you would like to learn more about in future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe. You can also connect with me on social media at Faith Fitness Joy on either Instagram or Facebook. Or please join my private Faith Fitness Joy Facebook group where I offer lots of great information, masterclasses, and weekly channel guidance and more. Check out my blog at www.faithfitnessjoy.com. This is Rochelle Weiss wishing you health and happiness of mind, body, and soul.